The following podcast is going to contain just all kinds of silly junk from over 10 years ago. Just silliness. Pure, unadulterated silliness. Proceed at your own risk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. This is a bonus episode, the first of a series of bonus episodes that I will put it, be putting out there for you that will fall between Seasons 2 and Season 3, which launches the week of July 23rd. Now, I say the week because I haven't quite decided how I'm going to launch yet. There's a big part of me that wants to go back to doing at least two episodes a week, and it's going to depend on what kind of backlog I can produce between now and then. Because I have all these, you know, like the, the Elf Quest episodes and the Madman episodes, and I want to keep doing the Wolverine episodes, and I want to do some G.I. Joe episodes. Well, you do that once a month, and where are you going to have time to talk about other books that you may read? It's, you know, you don't, I don't want to end up with a podcast that's like, this week is an ElfQuest episode, next week is a Madman episode, next week is a Wolverine episode, next week is a G.I. Joe episode, and then you just start it back over again. That's going to be, you might as well call it the ElfQuest Madman Wolverine G.I. Joe podcast, right? So the only way I can, I really, I want to do, meh, can't talk, can't talk. Anyway, that's that just throwing out some some bonus behind the scenes for you there folks. This episode is the what what you're going to get in this episode basically is a uh, freaking content that is I'm not sure exactly when it was recorded and when it was released. It's an old episode of the original Just Another Fanboy podcast from over a decade ago. This episode is at least 10 years old and it's actually a clip show that I put together featuring clips from the show that were at least a year or two older than the episode itself. So you're going to you're getting content that's about 11 to 12 years old and it's it's featuring these two characters I'm I'm doing air quotes here characters that I did on the show called Norman Oklahoma and Gary Indiana and if you've listened to the Stephen or else podcast where I do Franks and Beans that's where Franks and Beans came from. But Franks and Beans was is more of I would do these audio sketches before the show, whereas Norman and Gary were they were characters that I created that were like co-hosts of the show. They would come on. They would do their own segments at the in, in the opening minutes of the show when I would be. I don't know, talking about what we're going to talk about and all that junk. Sometimes Norman would come in and I treated them very much like, you know, the there was a, a tongue in cheek inside joke kind of thing that I wasn't the one doing the voices. They were actual real people who would come into the studio and and all that. Anyway, I did a couple of clip shows featuring them. They're both I, I enjoy both of the clip shows. This was the first one. I don't think it's as strong as the second clip show, but I wanted to present it to you because another bonus episode that I'm going to be uh, giving you uh, in, in a few weeks is going to be all the Franks and Beans sketches. And I kind of want to before I throw out all the Franks and Beans sketches, I want to show where the, those guys came from. Franks and Beans were, in essence, Norman, Oklahoma and Gary, Indiana. I had to stop when it, when I started doing Stephen or else, instead of just going forward, continuing with Norman and Gary, I decided not to do that because I wrote a book, The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma, who uses that character's name, but is a completely different person. And I didn't want to confuse anybody. 
You know, here's a guy that on his website, you can buy his book, The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma. And here's this character in his podcast named Norman, Oklahoma. But they're different. And I, I didn't want to I didn't want to have that out there. So I I basically took Norman, Oklahoma, and he became Abner Franks. And rather than doing Gary, Indiana as Virgil Bean, he has a he, he has a deep Virgil has a deep voice, whereas Gary has a has a higher a higher voice. Gary is Norman's cousin. Virgil and Abner are just friends. That was a lot of explanation. Enjoy the show. Well, I don't need a fight. You know, I don't. It Shamaloon. You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, episode 69, the absolute very best of Norman and Gary. Welcome to episode number 69 of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven. And other than this intro and the outro, this is probably all the new content you're going to get in this episode. This is kind of a special episode. I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I've been listening to some of the older shows, uh, especially episodes 1 through 25. And you, I, I tend to forget exactly how big of a part Norman and Gary were in regards to the show itself. They were they were a huge part of the show back then. And I would really like I really want to bring them back into the fold as it were. Um, get them on episodes each and every week. Norman doing his view from Norman, Oklahoma, Gary doing his at the movies or whatever. Just get him on the show and feature them each and every week. Uh now, <clears throat> I don't know how possible that's going to be because, frankly, I can't even get them to show up to do the intro to their very special best of episode. So we'll see down the line if we can get them in. Um, I do want to say that uh, the title, The Very, uh, the Absolute Very Best of Norman and Gary, is kind of a misnomer. Um, this really isn't probably the absolute very best. This is just me picking and choosing. Uh, from certain things throughout the last 25 episodes and I wasn't able to get it all in so maybe we'll get some more of this at some point down the road so sit back kick your feet up pick the lint out from betwixt your toes and just enjoy the absolute very best of Norman and Gary The View from Norman, Oklahoma, a weekly segment in which our resident bitter old fanboy pisses and moans about the comic book industry, or just anything that generally pisses him off. And so, ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you, Norman, Oklahoma. Thank you, kindly good people. This week, I'd like to cast our eyes back just a few weeks ago when editor Steve Wacker left DC for Marvel, and the storm that seemed to follow on the internet regarding this move. Fanboys from all corners of the web gathered round their computers to voice their opinions and act as if they had every right to pry into Mr. Wacker's personal life to discover why he was leaving DC for Marvel. It got caught out of hand as folks posted their theories deduced from various statements Mr. Wacker had made. You know what? Who cares, right? 
Who really gives a fig what this man wants to do with his life? But D.C. fans went a little crazy. People were up all hours of the night combing through several message board posts, trying as they might to glean just some small reason why the man would give up on D.C. and the many titles he edited, such as 52. Some of these sick little netheads even went through Mr. Wacker's trash and took pictures of the poor man bathing in jello with wicker mannequins dressed like flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. As a matter of fact, I heard one tale of a reader who went by Steve Wacker's house to sell Girl Scout cookies, only to be greeted at the door by a very hairy man in lederhosen. Whoa, whoa, and whoa, 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 whoa. What is your problem? What? With the exception of Steve Wacker leaving DC for Marvel, nothing else you've said has any basis in fact whatsoever. Well, I, I just... You I know. think you need to apologize to the listeners, and especially Steve Wacker, for what you said. What? Look, I'm Norman, Oklahoma. I don't apologize to anybody. As a matter of fact... You know, uh, I could just fire you. Oh, uh, hello. This is Norman, Oklahoma. I'd like to apologize most sincerely to all the listeners of Just Another Fanboy, and most especially to Mr. Steve Wacker himself for all the lies I've just stated in this program. Steve Wacker has not, to the best of my knowledge, ever taken a bath in jello with wicker mannequins dressed like the flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. And the story of a hairy man in lederhosen answering Mr. Wacker's front door was completely made up and was in no way meant to be mistaken for reality. I apologize, and I promise that this will not happen again. Thank you, Norman, for your honesty. Whatever. This ain't done between the two of us, Sonny Boy. Mark my words, this ain't done. <laughs> What do we have here? Female Caucasian, 19, multiple stab wounds to the chest. What's this here stuck to the bottom of her foot? Hmm, it looks like a rock of some sort. Granite, maybe. That's not just any granite. That's Bobby Lindell granite, only found on a small private beach just a mile away. That's going to be our murder scene. So our Vic was murdered at this private beach and then dumped here. I'll try to determine time of death. Is that the XK21 red spray you're using? That's right. I'll just spray a bit here on her left bicep, and the particles combine with the DNA fragments to determine the placement of the sun when it last shone on her while she was still alive. Tss. Just as I thought. She's been dead for two hours and 43 minutes. Good work, Gary. Let's go round up everyone on the private beach and talk down to them until they confess. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ. The pill for those of you out there who feel just a minor discomfort in the pinky toe of your left foot. Tell me, are you tired of feeling moderate to almost no pain two or three times a year in the pinky toe of your left foot? Do you find that not a year goes by that you feel an almost slight twinge in the pinky toe of your left foot while putting on a pair of socks? Have you ever kicked a football with your bare left foot and found that seconds later you could still feel the sting in your pinky toe? Well, now's your chance to try Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ. Because little to no pain at all just a few times a year can sometimes be just a little too much. Just ask your doctor if Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ is right for you. Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ should never be taken with any other medication. Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ should never be taken on the same day that you've eaten chicken. Triambla Cortex DXLM QRZ should never be taken between the hours of 5.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Triambla Cortex DXLMQRZ has been known to cause instant paralysis in 85% of patients. Triambla Cortex DXLMQRZ has been known to cause blood to flow freely from the eye sockets in 86% of patients. Triambla Cortex DXLMQRZ has been known to cause attacks by wild rabbit badgers in 93% of patients. Triambla Cortex DX... Oh, never mind. It seems that Wild Cats, issue number two by Grant Morrison and Jim Lee, has been reported as being resolicited for March of 2007. March of 2007? Here we go. That's gotta be a joke. Please, <laughs> tell me that's a joke. Please. I'm you afraid. Tell me it's a joke. I'm afraid not, Norman. Oh, I got it right on. here in a press release from DC. It states, please note that orders for the uh, Wildcats number two standard edition and variant edition have been canceled. You gotta be kidding. This issue will be resolicited in the January previews to be in stores on March 2007. Uh, I, I'm just speechless. I don't understand how something like this can happen. What's wrong with the industry when books like this can be so damn late? I don't know, Norman. And the sad thing is that I really enjoyed the first issue. So, you know, I'm still going to buy issue two, but now i got to wait five months. At least, you know, at least I dropped All-Star Batman and Robin, right? I guess so. This is just a pisser, my friend. This is a complete pisser. Yeah, well, I think we found something we can agree on, old chum. Old chum? You know, you really need to get out more often. <laughs> I think somebody needs a hug. Oh, piss off. No. I'm out of here. You call no. me when my segment's Don't up. go. See ya. Norman. at me now. I can't sing when you're mad at me. Besides, I know you don't really want to hear it. No, no, really I do. Please, sing the song for us, Gary. Yeah, Gary, sing the dang song. I'm sure Steven will like it. Okay. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. Okay, great. That was. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. Okay, again, great. Thank I'm you. Taking uh, up space. Oh, I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. Okay, great. That's enough. No more. I'm I don't want to come, come on. Guys, space. Up guys if you don't stop, I'm going to have to get violent. Do you want me to get violent? I'm going to get violent on you. Don't make me get violent on you. Oh, fine. Here I go. You want it? Here it comes. Take that. There. There. Okay. Then. All right. You two try to hijack my show again, I'm going to blow the both of you up. Got it? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that? Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Okay, then.
This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by Rossman's Toe Floss. Howdy, this is Gary Indiana. You may know me from At The Movies with Gary Indiana. Played each week here on the Just Another Fanboy podcast. Let me tell you, there's nothing I enjoy more after a hard day out on the job than to kick back in my recliner, pull off my socks, and pick the lint out from betwixt my toes. The only problem is, is that after, when I want to chew on my fingernails, I have to get up and wash my hands because they taste like toe sweat. And that ain't good. But thanks to Rossman's Toe Floss, I can clean betwixt my toes without touching them at all with my fingers. Which means I ain't got to get up and interrupt my sitting and relaxing to wash my hands before chewing on my fingernails. So try Rossman's Toe Floss, the hygienic way to clean betwixt your toes. Rossman's Toe Floss, because toes, sweat, taste, and fingers just isn't cool. I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but no, you wanted to play Little League instead. Hi, this is George Robb, and when I'm not busy tinkering with my home liposuction kit, I download and listen to the Just Another Fanboy podcast with your host, Stephen. Take it away, my friend. A listener's feedback. Hello, my name is Alfredo, as in the chicken, Alfredo, and... I would recommend me because I have the tasty sauce and I have the long noodles. 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 Okay, so I have no idea who sent that or what it's supposed to represent, but I loved it. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by Hogshead Coffee, the coffee with the great taste of pork. Once in a generation, a product hits the market with such mass appeal that shoppers from all corners of the globe flock to their local stores. Many innocents die, trampled to death by a mob of greedy consumers who have nothing more on their collective minds than procuring this latest innovation. Such products include Cabbage Patch Dolls, Tickle Me Elmo, and now Hogshead Coffee. Hogshead Coffee brings to you a flavor that is both unique and robust. The good folks of Hogshead Coffee use only the richest of beans grown special in the wilds of Madagascar. These wonderful little beans are then fed to a blue ribbon prize winning hog from Kansas named Daisy, where Hogshead scientists spend hours a day picking the beans from Daisy's fecal matter before bringing them to you. It's this process that gives Hogshead Coffee that great taste of pork that you, the selective coffee drinker of great taste, have grown to love and demand. Hogshead Coffee, the only coffee with the unbridled taste of swine. From the makers of Sheep's Butter Ice Cream. This is a test of the emergency podcast system. This is only a test. This has been a test of the emergency podcast system. Had this been an actual emergency, you would have been instructed to kiss your sweet butt goodbye. This has only been a test. Norman, could you come out here for a moment? 
could you could you come out here for a moment, please? See, Norman and Gary don't normally hang out with me here in the living room while I'm recording the show. They they tend to hang out in the kitchen, or what they like to call the green room, until their segment comes up. What 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 the heck do you want? Well, Norman, I I just wanted to say that I was sorry. You're you're sorry. I'm I'm sorry for making light of all you have to say each week in the the view from Norman, Oklahoma. Well, uh, what seriously? Seriously, you're you really bring a lot to this show each week and. It may have taken me ten episodes to notice, but I'm noticing now, man. Oh, uh, well, thank you. you. You know, you're you're not so bad a guy yourself. Well, thank you, Norman. That that's mighty big of you. I love you, man. What? I love you, man, and I really mean that. Oh, uh, w- w- well, uh, thanks. Uh, well, look, look, I I gotta go now. Okay. How about a hug? Oh, uh, well. I, I, I don't know about that. Oh, come here, you big lug. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love you, man. Uh, I love you, man. I love you, too, man. I love you, too. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by... No one. There is no sponsor for this week's show. Nothing. Not a sausage. Not one sponsor was willing to pony up the meager $376,927.67 that I ask of sponsors to be mentioned on this most important of podcasts. And that brings us then to the podcast spotlight. In this week's comic book podcast spotlight, we take a look at the Just Bill's Comic Long Box podcast. You can find that at... Ah, hell, I can't find it. Screw it, I'm done with crap. Not doing another one of these stupid Bill on his stupid podcast. Screw him, screw him. Hello? Hello? Um, hi. (laughs) This is Gary, Indiana. Uh, I guess Stephen has decided he's not going to finish the show today, so it looks like it's up to me. Uh, he is in such a fiery rage over the existence, or, or non-existence, as it were, of the Just Bill's Comic Long Box podcast, that he's just such a, he, he's done, he's done with the show, he's very angry and he's very upset, so it's up to me to finish so I guess the first order of business would be to turn off the music. Can, can we get this music turned off? Somebody, can we get the music turned off? Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, music's off. So I guess the next thing we need to do is, I guess, find out where we were. Unfortunately, uh, when Stephen left, he uh, he threw all his papers on the ground. So I, I guess, uh, here, let me just, let me, let me just look for him over here. Oh, here we go. All right, here's here's the notes. Uh, I'm not sure where we left off here because uh, they're all out of order after you threw them on the floor. So let's see. We've done the picks of the week. We've done the news and information. Uh, okay, okay, here we are. And now it is time once again for the view from Norman, Oklahoma, a weekly segment in which our resident bitter old fanboy. Pisses and moans about the state of the comic book industry, or just anything that generally pisses him off. Ladies and gentlemen, my cousin, Norman, Oklahoma. 
All right, stop the dang music. Now, explain this to me. He left. Yeah, Norma. He just he just got up and and let he he left. What? Why would he just leave his show? I, I don't know, Norman. But you know, we have to finish up for him. So we we need to get this. Well, we but, need to get this sucker going. But you're telling me he just left. He, yes, Norman. He left the show, and now it's up to us to well, finish it. But what? Why would he just up and leave his own show? That just don't make no sense to me. But he left, Norma. It doesn't matter why he left. He left. So we need to get this show finished. And we are currently recording. So get going with your view or whatever you want to talk about. All right, all right, already. I guess I guess I can get going. All right, well, okay, so... I'm all all out of whack here. Hold on. Okay, so I, I was recently... Uh, looking into one of my old journals and uh, reading some stuff that I had written about a year ago, and I thought for this week I'd just read to you from from a journal. So here we go. Ready? Anger has just grabbed a hold of me by the chest hairs and is pulling them out one by one. Fury is standing just off to the side, waiting for anger to finish up so he can start in on sticking small, sharp objects under my toenails. Rage is currently lurking about the building, looking for a cup of coffee because he knows it's going to be a long night once he gets his chance with me after anger and fury have had all their fun. Now, I'm not normally one to let my darker emotions have the better of me like this, but today something has happened. Something so devastating, so emotionally crippling, that I don't know how I can possibly keep on working. Some person, or persons unknown, have crept their way into my life and changed it so unequivocally, so dramatically, that I can barely see the letters on my keyboard through the red fog of complete and bitter hate that's hovering just inches from my face. Someone has stolen my lunch. See, my morning routine is fairly, well, routine. I get up, I have a poop, I shower, I shave, I get dressed, and then I make my lunch. You know, when I make my lunch, it's, it's nothing special. Just a sandwich, roast beef, mayo, and cheese... And I usually pack it away into my lunchbox and haul it on to work. This morning, however, the realization hit me that I had left my lunchbox at work. So I was forced to put my sandwich in the type of bag one receives at the local grocery store after answering the word plastic when you are asked that most depressing of questions, paper or plastic. My lunchbox is actually a cooler. I put ice packs in it to keep my sandwich cold so I won't have to eat roast beef and cheese slathered in spoiled mayonnaise. And so, with no cooler, I had to place my bagged sandwich in one of the communal refrigerators our company provides in the main cafeteria area. And some jerk stole it. They just stole it. Who does that? Did someone need that sandwich more than me? Is this a situation where we have someone at work that is down on hard times and has to revert to stealing lunches just to feed themselves? I seriously doubt it. This is some bastard who isn't down on their luck. This is just some cheap brick who knows that he or she at any time can walk into that cafeteria, open up one of the five fridges that are in there, and get themselves a free meal. Now, I am faced with the fact that if I want to eat, I'm going to have to get in my car, burn my gas, drive to a fast food joint, and purchase a lunch. The sole reason I bring my lunch is because I'm on a budget, and as much as I'd like to eat a cheeseburger every day, it's just too darn expensive. So I, I guess I could just steal someone else's lunch. Anyway, that you know that 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 was a an entry from my journal from last year. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Well, thank you, Norman, for your view this week. Um, it looks like what Stephen has up next, uh, I guess we'll play bloopers from this week's episode. Please um, come over to the Python land board. Son of a cracker. Thank you, Peter. Peter's brother would be Jesse, who did leave our very first email. Voicemail. So they go to talk to Claire. Crappinoli! In this week's comic book spotlight, we take a look at the Just Bills comic long book. In this week's comic book podcast spotlight, we take a look at the Just Bills comic long book podcast long flingy. Well, this brings what can only be described as a very messed up episode to a close. So I begin. Body of rock with an orange hue. Deep-set eyes, the color of blue. Strength of many, a heart of gold. Must clean himself thoroughly from fear of mold. Was once a man, now looks a beast. Had to buy new clothes when his mass increased. He cannot dance, he cannot sing. He's the ever-loving, blue-eyed thing. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you again, Lord Crisp. And now this week we have... Good Lord. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up Normally here is when I will say stop, but I'm going to let this all fade out. To fade right now. Now this week, I want to talk about the influx of folks coming into my local comic book store wearing fishnet stockings over their heads and singing cowboy songs about penguins. Is he gone? Yep. He's headed for the bathroom. He should be gone for at least ten minutes. <laughs> Good. Because this week I don't want to talk about comics. Instead, I'd like to embarrass Stephen something fierce. You see, my old buddy Stephen made the mistake of inviting me to come spend Christmas with him, with, with him and his family over at his parents' house. And his little brother Mike had this, well, Christmas present for Steve. And it was a book that Stephen wrote, well, not really a book, it's called My Valentine Book, that Stephen wrote back in February of 1980 when he was seven years old. He wrote it for school, and it's called My Valentine Book, and I <laughs> I felt it would be funny to read it over the air. So, here we go. All names have been changed to protect the innocent. My Valentine Book by Stephen Orr. Some people think a heart is in your body, but this heart is different. This is a sweetheart. Aww. A sweetheart is when you love someone like a girl. Aww. I love Sweeney McPretty That's sweet. because she is pretty. She is so pretty, I would kiss her until her lips would come off. <laughs> and she would kiss me back. And my lips would come off and it would go over and over and over and over and over and over and over until we love each other, I hope. And we will act like gorillas. Gorilla. We would swing <laughs> and swing good. So good. And people will think we love each other. 
funny stuff, Norman. Yeah, it is. Boy, yeah. old Stephen's gonna be right pissed off when he hears this. Well, I hope so. Serves him right for you know all the stuff he's done, like like well, like like slapping you last week. That wasn't cool. You know, call this call this point one in my game of revenge against the host of Just Another Fanboy, Stephen. Point one. <laughs> point one. <laughs> point one. You betcha. <laughs> That's right, you know. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, he's going to listen to this tomorrow night or tomorrow. Sometime, whatever he listens, he's going to listen to it. He's going to be so <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> yes, 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 he is. I yes, can't sir. wait to see the look oh, on his so. face yeah. when he, oh. oh. What's, what's so funny, guys? Nothing. What are you talking? What did you Nothing. guys talk? Nothing. Oh, my. What is this? Uh-oh. Where did you get? Is this my Valentine? <laughs> nope. Nope. Where did you get? Nowhere. Please tell me you did not read this. I'm not involved. Please tell me you uh, did not read this on the podcast. Please, um, Norman, did yeah. did you read this on the podcast? <laughs> yes, I did. He, oh he, my he read god! It. He read it for everybody uh, to hear. I can't believe you what? did that. This is what? Oh, this was. Some, I was seven years old when ashamed. I wrote this. Oh. This. Oh Come my on. god! I, can't I was not you involved. Guys did this? It's oh, part of your heart. Get out! It's in your heart. Get out of there! Get out of the house! Get out of the house! It's in your heart. Come on, don't be ashamed. Just leave. One point. One point. One point to nothing. I'm a winner. One point. What is that supposed to mean? One point. One one point? Okay, buddy. I'll get you. I'll get you one. I'll get you. Take your one point and stick it straight up your... (sighs) I'm uh, Okay. I'm sorry. Well, there you go, Norman and Gary. And uh, I think really all I can say is that I'm sorry. I apologize. Deep, deep, deep within my heart, I I, I cry out my apologies to you for having to suffer through that. Of course, my apologies aren't sincere because I might put together a couple more of these within the next few months. So, uh, yeah, just pay no attention to the man behind the mic, okay? So until next week or next episode or whenever, I'm Steven. I'm just another fanboy. Take care of your teeth.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 